Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the 195 Stands Podcast, the only podcast where two of your favorite travel enthusiasts get together and discuss the finer points of travel. That's everything from money, trip planning, as well as how to effectively shoot your shot while abroad. All right. So today we're going to be talking about moving around Europe, uh, traveling around India, and of course, as always, following up with our pro tips. All right, so stay tuned. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Evan. Yo, 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 what's up, everyone? This is me, Jordan. So, Evan. Uh, I feel like we've gotten a lot of questions about transportation abroad. Mm-hmm. People go abroad mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do, where to go, how to get from place to place, how to move around. Right. What are your thoughts? Those are all valid points. You know, when you go to another country, I know for me, the people I've talked to, especially some of the uh, some of the folks I know who have done mostly traveling domestically, they're like, oh, I got to rent a car because they want to be able to move like how they want to move. I mean, you can rent a car in other places, but it's not really the most feasible in some spots to go ahead and just hit a rental car. Because when I like to go, I do public transportation uh, when I go, depending on the country, or I'll do an Uber or something like that. I'm not really one to to rent a car when I go to Europe or something. Yeah, Um, that's that's a good point. I mean, I think... Public transportation. I don't know. For me, I'm I'm kind of torn. I think it really depends on the country and where you go. Um, like I was in Europe recently uh, over New Year's, and um, I think I talked about this a little bit in the previous podcast. But like public transportation ended up being probably like the best route for us because when we first got to Europe, we we're like you know Uber everywhere, and. Um, that got expensive really quickly, mm-hmm. really, really fast. Because, I mean, I think Uber is kind of affordable for some people here in the U.S. for the most part. Um, but when you start talking euros over dollars, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's different. So, you know, we did Ubers for a little bit. Um, and then after that, we just started using public transportation. So, like, uh, in London, we used the tube, which is basically what they call the train uh, they call it the tube there. Um, and that was cool. I mean, you just buy a ticket um, at one station, and then it can, I mean, I think they have, like, hourly tickets. They have uh, specific locations that you want to go to, and they have, like, a daily pass or something like that. So we just bought, like, one of the daily passes, um, if I remember correctly. And then we just used that, and that's, it was just an easy way for us to get around. You can also use buses. Uh, which we used a little bit of that in London as well. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, and then some of the other places we went, you know, like, you could always get a cab. That's always right. an option an option as well. So cabs are always, always an option. Um, but I think the really cool part was traveling in Europe was going from city to city. Uh, and so for that, we used trains as well. And that's a lot less hassle than like flying everywhere Mm -hmm. Um, most of the train stations don't really have like security or anything like that which 
I guess is a gift and a curse at the same time, but um, it's much easier for you to just get on the train and roll from, you know, Paris to Amsterdam or, uh, you know, London to Amsterdam or whatever um, than to, like, try to catch a flight because there's just the hassle of catching, uh, going through security and booking a flight and all that stuff. And then it's actually relatively cheap, too. Oh, that's, yeah, that's important. Yeah, it definitely got to be cost-effective. Because so, I know, like, for me, see, for me, I have a bad experience when it comes to trains in Europe. I was in, um, I was in Amsterdam. I think I was probably, like, 17. Um, I went over there with my mom. Uh, go over there visiting some of like her friends and then just visiting period <clears throat> and I remember I was mad that actually we had to go over there because while we went to Amsterdam in Atlanta was this concert they used to have this concert series called On the Bricks yeah. and Kanye was performing that year and I did not want to go to Amsterdam because I wanted to stay and go to the Kanye concert yeah I probably would have wanted to go to the Kanye concert well I don't know today Kanye Kanye a little controversial. Yeah, he right wilding now. now. Yeah, yeah. Kanye mm-hmm. off the reservation. But, I mean, in 04. Oh, he was the man. Yeah, that shit was the hottest thing in the streets. Like, So, I remember I was mad that I did not want to miss the Kanye concert to go to Amsterdam. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, so I was in Amsterdam. And um, I was with these two other kids who were like my mom's homegirls and nephews. And so, we were riding the train uh, to go you know, wherever there. And their train is like a train and it kind of goes above ground, kind of like a trolley or whatever. And at one stop, a bunch of people got on. And so the bunch of people uh, are on there and me and the other two dudes kind of get separated, but I can see them. I don't know what I'm looking at. But anyway, a couple stops come and I thought I saw them get off. Yeah. And I got off and I look around for them and they're nowhere to be seen. And so I was like, oh, damn. So How old were you at the time? 17. Okay. So I get on the next train that comes and ride down one stop, and I look out, and I don't see them. And I was like, damn. So I ride to the stop that uh, we were supposed to get off at. <clears throat> don't see them. Damn. So I'm like, damn. I'm over here in Amsterdam. I got no cell phone. <laughs> I ain't got no, I don't know, no phone numbers. I got very little money because I'm 17. So I remembered uh, kind of where the, the house was, like where the stop was to go to like their, their aunt's house. So I rode the train back there and I got kind of lost when I got off the train. So I walked around for a little while. By this time it's nighttime. Yeah. And so I walked around for a little while and eventually just ran into them. They were like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck <laughs> happened to you? I was like, shit, what happened to y'all? So yeah, traveling around, transportation, like you definitely need to, um, definitely need to know where you're going. When you're walking around there, because it can get it can get ugly. Like yeah. uh, I was in India in 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in India in 2013 for work. India is just different, though. India is yeah. India that is that's different. a different that's a different animal when it comes to that India travel. That's a different beast. But go ahead. Yeah, so you know, so you you've been to India. So mm-hmm. when you go around there, you can get it's several modes of transportation. You can get a cab. You can get on the train if you feel an adventurous. Uh, you can get on the bus if you're feeling real adventurous. Um, or you can ride in a rickshaw. I think it's called a tut-tut, too. Yeah. But a rickshaw is like this three-wheeled. It, it's like a motorcycle, but it has two seats in the back. Um, if you really try hard enough, you can get three people in the back. 
but they dirt cheap. You could take, we took a rickshaw from like, it was probably around 20 miles and it cost us the equivalent of maybe five American dollars. That's crazy. Now it took us a smooth hour to get there, but it was cheap as hell. Yeah. Because yeah, when you over there, like, you know, services and things like that are just so cheap. Mm-hmm. But I mean, also, you kind of, you know, you got to. At your own risk. Yeah, you got to scale it because the culture there is a little bit different. Yeah. Like, it's not like how here you hop on the subway in New York or Chicago or whatever, Philly. Like, over there, the train is like, it's like folks, niggas hanging off the train. Yeah. Like, they, that shit they just is wild. Pack it. They yeah. just pack it with people. I mean, as many people can get on, that's, that's, if you get in where you fit in. But see, I was lucky because since I was over there for work, we had a, um, we had a car service taking us majority of uh, the places we were going, uh, especially if they were work-related. And then even if not, the drivers would be like, yeah, you throw us something on the side, we'll just drive you around. So a lot of times we just had a driver take us around. He would wait for us. We'd come out the spot, he'd be right there like, all right, where y'all trying to go next? So that mean, that was that was a blessing. Yeah. That was a blessing. Yeah, you, the rickshaw cars that you're talking about, the Tutta, those are, um, they're similar. So like, as you guys know, I'm, I'm from Africa. I was born in Africa. I grew up there. I spent about 12 years there uh, before I moved to the U.S. So, like, the Tata cars are similar to, like, motorcycle cabs that we have in Africa, except mm-hmm. that the, the little rickshaw Tata cars have, like, a roof over them, so you're still kind of covered. Mm-hmm. But no, like, I'm talking straight motorcycles. Oh, no roof. Uh, no roof. No. Car ain't got no roof. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, somebody... Uh, will definitely just stop and give you a ride on on the back of a, of a motorcycle real quick. Um, <laughs> and it's 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 interesting when you think about it because like in the U.S. like I would never get in the back of a dude's motorcycle. No. Um, obviously, like it's just not cool. Like no, there's, there's some, not optics. There's, there's, there's bad the optics. optics don't yeah. Right. There's some you know homogenic. Uh, <laughs> Insecurities and stuff that are there as well, so you know it just doesn't look good. But hey, I mean sometimes you gotta hop on the back of another man's motorcycle. And you gotta get from A to B. There's nothing wrong with that, me, Joy. There's nothing wrong with it in Africa <laughs> for sure. I tell you that. Um, so that's that's interesting. But yeah, like I mean, there are no Ubers there. No Ubers in Africa whatsoever. Well, let me let me take that back. There are no Ubers in some parts of Africa. Uh, so like West Africa, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have Uber there, um, and I was just there last year, and it, it wasn't there. So I don't know if that has changed since then. But uh, in South Africa, like they have Ubers, so uh, you know, I don't remember if they had them in South Africa. I don't feel like we had very many issues getting around in South Africa, though. Um, I think we're pretty cool moving around in South Africa, but yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if all parts of... I, I haven't been everywhere in Africa, so I can't speak for the entire continent. Right. But um, the few countries that I have been to, I have not seen Ubers there. They didn't have Ubers in Morocco when we went, did they? Uh, no, nah, they didn't have Uber there. Everything we did was cabs. Yeah, it was cabs. So... Uh, I, got a, I got an important question for you. What's up? Um... So you wouldn't ride on the back of a motorcycle. So would you rather ride on the back of a motorcycle or in the sidecar of the motorcycle? <laughs> That's a very important question. Sidecar on the back of the motorcycle. Sidecar or the back of a motorcycle. And you got to be hugging my mans like real tightly. 
I definitely ain't gonna be doing that. <laughs> That's definitely not gonna happen, regardless, no matter what. No matter which side I'm on, the back or the other side, ain't gonna be no hugging going on. Uh, you know, I've actually never rode on the side, like those little motorcycles with the, with the side. I don't, do they even still make those anymore? I haven't seen them in a I feel like it's time. strictly for comic relief. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen one. I, I would ride in one of those. I would ride in one of them. I feel like I, I would have to ride in them to be ironic. Like, I don't think I could be for real. Yeah, it would be serious. Yeah. It would definitely be a, an entertainment piece for sure. Um, but yeah, you mentioned the car services earlier. So like, yeah, when I was in India as well, we definitely had a car service. Obviously, we were there for work. So it wasn't coming straight out of my pocket. You said but obviously. Obviously. Because <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't just book a car service when I'm going somewhere. But um, yeah, that was that was cool too because like every day we woke up, uh, we had breakfast, and then you know there was a car there ready for us to ready to pick us up, take us to work. After work, they picked us up, they took us wherever. Um, and then I think a lot of the hotels in India as well um, have car services that you can book. So like if you need to go somewhere, they'll call somebody for you. Yeah, um, yeah, they will. And um, you can just they'll get in the car, they'll take you wherever, um, and then they'll wait. Like, mm-hmm. I, I did it one time. Um, you obviously have to pay for it. It's coming straight out of your room, but I went to the mall, and they uh, came and picked me up, took me to the mall. The dude was like, yeah, I'll wait. And he waited, uh, came back. When I was done, he picked me up, and we, we took me back to the hotel. So, What city were you in? Uh, I was in Delhi. Delhi. Well, actually, I was in Gurgaon, which is like, 20 minutes from Delhi. Okay. Basically. So, Delhi. Um, mm-hmm. So, it was cool. It was, it was, that was interesting. It was just a kind of, kind of a cool amenity to have. And then, when I was in France, there was kind of a car service that was uh, similar to Uber in a, in a way. Um, mm-hmm. It was called Chauffeur Privé, which is, basically means private chauffeur in French. Um, so, it was an app, just like Uber, um, that you could call and get a driver to come. Um, but at the time, Uber didn't allow you to book, like, to reserve a car ahead mm-hmm. of time. And so this service did, and so we used that when we were trying to get around because you could just say, you know, hey, come pick me up at 8 a.m. and somebody would be there. That's um, not bad. So that was pretty cool. I think price and cost-wise, it was pretty competitive to Uber. Um, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gone. I think actually America is the most expensive place for Uber. Um, really? At least that I've come across. I haven't. Last time I went somewhere, I was in Columbia a couple of years ago. Stupid cheap Ubers. I was going all over that damn city of uh, Medellin paying like no more than $10 for an Uber. Wow. It was super cheap. Hmm. But, I mean, yeah, I think America, the U.S. is like the, it's probably got to be the most expensive, right? I, I mean, it's possible. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I think definitely transportation is uh, one of those things where, like, you have to be careful. Whatever you do. Yeah. Because um, it's something most people don't think about before they go somewhere. Because, like I said, I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I'll just rent a car. 
like my cousin was talking about she was going to Cuba and she was just gonna rent a car and drive around. I was like, why would you? Why would you want to do that? Like, I mean, you can. Yeah. But why would you want to do that? Especially like, you know, getting around for like to get to like different like, tours and going out to eat and stuff like that. Like, it's something you just kind of got to deal with. Like, it's, it's just another hassle if you have a if you have a car. Exactly, parking and the signage if you don't speak the language like that's yeah i'm straight on all that i mean uh we rented a car when we went to germany uh, but that's because we drove you here for work eight hours nah um it was a vacation trip we mm-hmm. went for new year's uh, me and two of my boys and um so we drove from frankfurt to berlin and we rented a car because we wanted to drive on the autobahn <laughs> And uh, we also wanted to go to this castle mm-hmm. that was by, uh, that was maybe like two hours from Frankfurt. What kind of car y'all get? <laughs> they ended up giving us a BMW. Of course. Of course. Got to um, push down the Autobahn. Yeah. Um, and it was smooth, man. It was, it was a, it was a good, good ride. I mean, it was crazy because we were flying. Like, I was the one driving. Um, my two other boys didn't want to drive, but... I was flying on the Autobahn, pushing that Beamer. <laughs> uh, but it was fun, man. It was, I mean, it was cool. But literally, we, we kept the car for like two days because we were in Berlin for two days. We, everything that we did, we just left the car at the hotel and just kind of walked around. We tried to find a hotel that was pretty central to things mm-hmm. so that we wouldn't have to drive around everywhere because, like you said, parking can be a hassle, especially when you don't really know where you're going and you don't know where you are. You don't know how the parking is going to be. So I think renting a car is just, it's a different hassle. I mean, I compare that to, like, going to New York. Um, oh, renting the car? Yeah, like, why? I, yeah, like, I, I used to live in Boston for a little bit, and I would drive down to New York, and I would just park my car. Like, there's no point in me driving around. Cause no. The city is too crazy. The public transportation is A1. Right. You can get pretty much anywhere, um, if not by, like, the metro by cabs for sure um, so I think when I go when I usually go places uh, I rely either on public transportation Ubers um, just because it's, it's just easier easier that way yeah I don't think I um, but see I'd say renting a car in Europe is probably well depending on where you are in Europe in like more advanced countries mm-hmm. is or developed I should say it's probably a little bit easier and a more smoother, you know, type of experience. Like, you know, I'm not going to, like, rent a car in Cuba. That just seems like a hassle. That's, I'm not. That's tough. I'm not doing that. That's man. tough. Like, I'm not going over to Cuba and renting a car because that's just too much to do. That's real. And they be dri- and then like also, you know, India, Cuba, like they be driving crazy as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're like the lanes are just a suggestion. Like, folks literally just be, like, they drive how they walk. You just walk into people, dart in and out. Like, that's how people <laughs> drive over there. Yeah, India India specifically is pretty crazy the way they drive because they just go, yeah, they, like you said, they just, they're everywhere. Exactly. They nah. Get, get in where you fit in. Legitimately, if, nah. If there's any space, they just dive in there. Yeah, they're coming first. for you. So, no, I ain't. I ain't renting a car over there. I, I enjoy my life. <laughs> I can't do it. That's real. That's real. Uh, so, you got any pro tips? Um, any pro tips? 
For transportation, I say be overly cautious. Uh, you know, when you get into a lot of these places, sometimes cabs are unmarked or, you know, people see that you are an international traveler, tourist, especially if you buy yourself going to meet up with people or it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it might be a group of women or, you know, it could be a group of guys and you just got to be very careful um, whenever you go to out in these uh, these places because, I mean, that kidnapping human trafficking shit is real. Like, yeah. We're trying to get you back to America. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that, that made me think when you said that, like, uh, in Burkina Faso, where I grew up, uh, there's, like, basically, like, two types of cab companies. Um, there's, like, a green cab and a yellow cab, and I'm pretty sure that's still consistent today. Uh, but, like, the yellow cab was kind of the cab that uh, was pretty much, I guess, for lack of a better term, like official, where there's a meter in there, you get in the cab, he runs the meter, mm-hmm. he gets you from point A to point B, it's your your personal cab, and you pay whatever the rate is at, at, the, end of, at the end of your trip. And then there's a green cab company, which is very similar to like Uber Pool, where mm-hmm. you, you know, the cab, you raise your hand, the cab stops, he asks you where you're going, you say, oh, I'm going here, and he'll be like, all right, it'll be this much. And you can negotiate, or you can accept the price, and you get in, and he'll drive, and he will pick up people along the way and make sure that he can get you to where you need to be. But those are typically cheaper. I don't necessarily recommend those for people who have never been in that country because, again, like you said, like make sure you're diligent and make sure you're thinking about your safety because you never know who are in those cabs with you. Exactly. As a local, I could do that because... I was a local. Right, but, but if you're not. If I was a tourist, I think it would, it would be definitely different. And so, to that point, make sure you negotiate that price ahead of time if possible, too. Because you don't want to get in the cab and they be like, oh, okay, these, this is going to be easy money right here. Right. And you pull up and they, you went a mile down the street and they want, you know, $40 or $50 right. or something crazy like that. And they're not trying to let you out the cab. You need to agree to the price ahead of time. And don't let them try to bully you in the... Uh, don't get extorted. Right. Don't get extorted in the cab. Yeah, because that will, that will uh, definitely happen, especially if they know you're a tourist. Mm-hmm. Easy money. Yeah. And then my last one is uh, look, look for apps to download before you go uh, out of the country or, you know, even, you know, domestically. Sometimes uh, different countries, cities, whatever, their transportation uh, departments or whatever will have like apps that'll help you navigate a little bit better yeah so for example i went to japan you know with iphone when you go somewhere it'll uh, when you land and turn your phone back on it'll be like you know your maps have been updated with whatever is transportation so out there in the tokyo transportation uh, like their subway is a1 it's like new york except a1 right um a lot cleaner (laughs) but same thing it'll get you anywhere in the city you need to go but you could put in where you want to go, and it would. And all their um, train stations, like all the stops, have Wi-Fi, and it's all connected. So when you get off at the next stop, you don't lose it from going to the stop before. Oh, that's dope. Which is lit, right? So you put in that you want to go to Tokyo Dome, and it'll tell you how to get there. Like, okay, get off here, transfer to the whatever, whatever, get on there, ride it for three stops, get off, come up the stairs, and make a left. And I mean, that's dope. But we also figured out once I got back that they also had another app that you could download that would do um, something very similar. I think it might have pictures with it too. So, mm. so the host wait, 
I want to go back to something you said. So the whole city is connected with Wi-Fi like that? Um, the, like the train stations in greater Tokyo, yeah. That's dope. That's crazy. Yeah, Wi-Fi everywhere, man. That's what's up. Yep. We need, we need that. We need that in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi everywhere. Let's make that happen. Shit. <laughs> Let's make that happen. What about you? What's pro tips? Pro tips. Uh, I think the number one thing, man, Uber is not everywhere. Don't just rely on Uber. Don't think that you're going to go to a country and you're just going to have Uber because uh, some of these countries aren't that developed and Uber doesn't want to be in those countries. So it's just not there. So be mindful of that. Uh, be ready to, um, you know, use other means to get around. Uh, in, in some places, you might be riding on camels. That's, you know? that's, that could be a mode of transportation. We did, we did that in uh, Morocco. Right. So, you know, it's definitely possible that uh, you will have some alternative routes and alternative ways to get around. So definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely be mindful of that. Um, second pro tip uh, I, I if y'all haven't caught on to that yet I'm a big proponent of uh, public transportation I think the other piece of that is uh, it's a good way for you to explore the culture of where you're going um, seeing what everyday life is like in those countries um, and you know open your eyes a little bit because if you go somewhere and uh, you're going from point A to point B in Ubers and and uh, car services the whole time. Like, I think you're missing out on a pretty big chunk of the culture and how people actually operate in those countries. So, definitely something to something to think about. Definitely. Um, and then the last piece, pro tip: travel light. Travel light. Um, you don't want to be stuck somewhere with a uh, bunch of luggages um, and have to get on a train somewhere and have to drag your luggage a long route. Um, so try to travel light, pack pack intelligently uh, so that you don't have a whole bunch of luggage and a whole bunch of things with you when you are moving around, moving about the cities. True. I think that's, I think that's important. I definitely got caught a few times uh, dragging this big piece of luggage around for several blocks at a time and uh, I will tell y'all that is not fun at all and yeah you got it oh so speaking of that one thing that also is cool about Japan is in their train like their main I think it's mostly in the main train station but it's in a lot of them they have you could never do this in America they have lockers where you can just put your bag in there like rent it for three hours oh, wow. and put your bag in there and go do whatever you want to do come back pick up your bag that's dope. Yeah. Are they pretty uh, expensive? No, they weren't that bad. I don't remember exactly how much they cost, but it wasn't like, oh, shit, this is expensive. Yeah, but, that, that would probably never work in the US. Oh, hell no. Somebody been put a bomb in that bitch. Right. Yeah, no, 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 that ain't going to work. But if you're in Japan, check that out. Dope. dope All right. Dope. You got anything else, Mijoy? Uh, nah, man. I think, I think we're good. All right. You got anything else? I'm good. Where, where can the people find you? So... Y'all can find me at mflaws on Instagram, M-F-L-A-W-S on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at Mijoy Lawson. Uh, if you hit me up on Facebook, 
I will more than likely not respond. I am never on Facebook. <laughs> but if you hit my IG up, I will get back to you. For sure. What about you, Ev? So on Instagram, Evan, E-Y-V-A-N underscore S. You can find me on there. Um, and also YouTube for the show, 195 Stamps on YouTube. And of course, the show account, 195.stamps. Go ahead, hit us up on there, interact, like the pictures, send us some comments, whatever. Yeah. If you have any feedback, definitely hit us up. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say. And uh, we'll catch y'all next time. All right. We'll talk to you later.